from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the vice president will be coming to Texas to visit the border. We'll tell you what part of the border she'll be visiting. Houston hospital workers are fired for refusing a COVID vaccine. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming up. I'm Daria Albinger. Why buying a used car may drive you to the poorhouse. Coming up. The words the Brits find most annoying to hear mispronounced. I'm Vicki Barker in London. I'm Dennis Foley. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. Amid a rise in violent crime in American cities, President Joe Biden lays out a strategy for combating it. I've been at this a long time. The author of the 1994 crime bill says his administration will crack down on licensed gun dealers who violate the law. Zero tolerance. As he urges cities to use COVID rescue funding for policing, the president distances himself from calls in his party to defund the police. This is not a time to turn our backs on law enforcement or our communities. In reiterating his push for a renewed ban on semi-automatic weapons, he mocked those who say they seek to defend themselves from the government. You need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. The court imposed deadline for the employees of a Texas hospital system to get their COVID-19 vaccinations has passed. More than 26,000 employees of Houston Methodist Hospital have been vaccinated against COVID-19. 153 refused on grounds that the vaccine hasn't been thoroughly tested. A judge has now thrown out their lawsuit, but many of those workers remain steadfast. I do love what I do. I love Houston Methodist, and it's unfortunate that they're willing to let us go over something like this. She and her former co-workers plan to pursue their lawsuit to the next level. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. The San Antonio woman is facing charges after ramming her SUV into several vehicles Tuesday. Police were conducting an operation on Fredericksburg Road. When they told the woman she had to move her vehicle, she then got angry and started hollering at the officers. She left but came back to continue her verbal assault on the police before ramming her SUV into a police cruiser and then other vehicles before speeding away from the scene. Officers followed the woman to a gas station on South Zarzamora. That's when they took her into custody. She'd been charged with evading arrest and aggravated assault of a police officer, though more charges are expected. An ultra-low-cost airline is deciding it will not charge a COVID-19 fee that customers have been paying for the past few weeks until it became widely known. For the past couple of weeks, Frontier Airlines has been quietly charging customers a COVID recovery surcharge, a per-segment fee to pay for things like cleaning its planes, masks, and other protective gear for employees, and plastic dividers at airport check-in counters. But when it became known this week that Frontier was charging customers for such things, there was backlash. And like Frontier did last year when it tried to charge a social distancing fee for open middle seats, Frontier is now rescinding the COVID recovery surcharge. Alex Stone, ABC News. Researchers in Britain have come out with a list of words that are most annoying to hear mispronounced. The number one irritant, pronouncing the word specifically as specifically, followed by probably instead of probably, and ordering an espresso instead of an espresso. Reality check, this is a nation that pronounces the word aluminum, aluminium. And although 61% of the Brits surveyed said that they find mispronunciations annoying, 65% admit they're too embarrassed to correct them. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA Money News. Tech stocks continue to rally higher, leading the Nasdaq to its second straight record close, although the Dow and S&P lost ground. 
The Dow fell 71 points to 33,874, while the Nasdaq rose 18 points to 14,271, and the S&P dropped 4 to 4,241. New home sales took a tumble in May, falling nearly 6% from the month before. The National Association of Home Builders says there was a 76% rise from a year earlier in the number of new homes sold last month that had not yet started construction. Jason Brooks, CBS News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Vice President Kamala Harris is going to the nation's southern border in El Paso tomorrow. Speaking on Fox News, Texas Senator Ted Cruz said she isn't even going to the part of the border where the true problem lies. You need to go to the Donna Tent facility, which is the tent city your administration has built that is massively over capacity, that has kids in cages. Cruz also criticized Harris for not coming to the border in the three months she's been designated border czar. Harris will be joined by Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Texas Republicans have been demanding Harris come to the border for the past few months after President Joe Biden asked for her to run the border efforts. Former President Donald Trump will be coming to the border next week. State of Texas says it's receiving money from private citizens who want to assist the state in building a wall on the Mexican border. Governor Greg Abbott says his border wall proposal is receiving public support in dollars and cents. His office says nearly $400,000 in donations have come in. The Biden administration has announced plans to divert federal funds to build a wall. It's still not exactly clear how much Abbott's state plan will cost and where it will be located. Next week, he is set to tour the border with the man who first proposed the wall, former President Trump. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Eccentric software pioneer John McAfee was found dead in a Spanish prison cell yesterday. A Spanish court had just approved John McAfee's extradition to the United States when he was found dead in his cell. His Spanish lawyer told ABC News McAfee hanged himself. He founded the cybersecurity company that still bears his name and introduced antivirus software, but it had been decades since he was involved with the company. Instead, federal prosecutors accused McAfee of tax evasion and securities fraud over initial coin offerings he pitched on Twitter without revealing he was getting paid for it. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. The San Antonio man will spend the rest of his life in prison. John Cleed was sentenced Tuesday after a four-day trial where two young girls testify he had sexually abused them. Officials said Cleed abused the girls from June 2015 until November 2018, and he was arrested in January of 2019. He was sentenced to life in prison for the continuous sexual abuse of a child and an additional 40 years for aggravated sexual assault of a child. He is not eligible for parole. Katie Barber, KTSA News. Got a great deal on that used car of yours? Well, if you did, you probably bought it a while ago. A perfect storm of low inventory, a global shortage of computer chips, and yes, the coronavirus pandemic means sticker shock for many prospective pre-owned vehicle buyers. Black Book, which tracks car and truck data, says it's resulted in many high-demand vehicles selling for more than they did when they were new. In 2019, a typical Toyota Tacoma SR double cab pickup cost just under $29,000. Two years later, dealers are paying almost a thousand more to buy the same vehicle, even though it's used, and then selling it to consumers at over thirty grand. Overall, used prices are up thirty percent. Daria Albinger, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger, and in the NBA, according to ESPN's NBA Insider, Adrian Wojnarowski, Brooklyn Nets assistant and former San Antonio Spurs player and assistant, Ime Udoka is finalizing an agreement to become the Boston Celtics' next head coach. Udoka will replace Brad Stevens as head coach in Boston, who took over as president of basketball operations after the season. 
In Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros swept the Baltimore Orioles, finishing off with a 13-0 win, their 10th straight. Jose Altuve, his 17th homer of the season, while Jordan Alvarez, Abraham Toro, and Chaz McCormick also went deep in the Astro victory. Jose Urquidy went seven scoreless innings, giving up just three hits while improving to 6-3 on the year. Houston now heads up to Detroit to open up a four-game series with the Tigers, with first pitch for tonight's series opener set for 6-10. The Texas Rangers beat the Oakland A's 5-3 as Adolis Garcia hit two homers, giving him 20 on the season. Texas goes for the win in this four-game series later this afternoon with first pitch set for 105, the game you can catch right here on your home for Rangers baseball, ESPN San Antonio. In minor league baseball, the San Antonio Missions fell 10-9 to at the Frisco Roughers, the series they'll continue tonight with first pitch set for 705. I'm James Pledger for 1250 ESPN San Antonio and 94.5 FM. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the president veils his plans to take on an uptick in violent crime across the country. The Supreme Court says teens do have a First Amendment right outside the classroom. Changes to how sexual assault cases in the military being conducted is being considered now by Congress. And chronic stress could be the cause, or a cause, of Alzheimer's disease. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. President Joe Biden is revealing his plan to tackle the rise in homicides and other violent crimes in the U.S. The strategy puts heavy emphasis on cutting down gun violence, including stricter enforcement on gun dealers who break federal laws. Biden called gun violence an epidemic that has lasted for far too long. A bipartisan group of lawmakers from both the House and Senate introduced a bill that would revamp the military justice system to better handle cases of sexual assault and harassment. Lawmakers have introduced the Military Justice Improvement and Increasing Prevention Act. It calls for the military chain of command to be removed in cases of sexual assault or harassment cases. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin supports the bill. It's a response to the death of Vanessa Guillen, who was allegedly murdered at Fort Hood last year. Her family says she was sexually assaulted. Her sister speaking out Wednesday. Someone had to suffer in order for all of us to realize what's happening. And that someone was Vanessa Guillen. Alex Prechet, ABC News, Washington. A giant in the airline industry is stepping down from his post running Southwest Airlines. Gary Kelly has led the growth of Southwest Airlines over his 35 years in the company, buying other airlines, expanding to Hawaii and internationally. He's been CEO since 2004, always a calm, steady voice in the airline industry. Now giving up that title, Kelly saying he's most proud that even through the worst of times, Southwest Airlines has never had a single layoff or furlough in its 50-year history. Alex Stone, ABC News. The Supreme Court has issued a nearly unanimous ruling in the closely watched free speech case. The Supreme Court ruled a Pennsylvania public school wrongly suspended a high school student from cheerleading over a profane social media post. Lori Levinson is a Loyola law professor and former federal prosecutor. In this situation, there was no showing that what the cheerleader posted had a substantial interference or disruption of a school program. The court ruled the school violated the girls' free 
freedom of speech. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Couples sleeping in separate beds has become more common. Sleeping separately doesn't always spell marital strife. We've been together 23 years and we love each other more than ever. This woman says it's all about comfort for her and her husband. He snores and I don't because he wakes up early and I go to sleep late. And she's not alone. The National Sleep Foundation says one in four couples now sleep in separate beds. Some common reasons include snoring, restlessness, and incompatible sleep schedules. And if you're sleeping apart because of a rocky relationship, experts say separate beds can help, but therapy is even better. Monica Ricks, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News, Tech Trends. Facebook is opening the door to live audio rooms this week. Facebook will now let select users join in live conversations on its platform. In Gadget's Carissa Bell says it's the tech giant's answer to Clubhouse. Where essentially users can join for live conversations and, you know, talk to each other in real time. Justin Davis is CEO and co-founder of Spectrum Labs. He says Facebook is betting audio creators will find the company's algorithms appealing because it gives their content a broader reach. You can take advantage of the network effect of social platforms to to drive that audience, right, in a manner that has never been seen before. But he says the company will have to contend with the challenges of moderating live conversations, like determining the difference between hate speech and sarcasm. It's going to come with specific type nuance and subjectivity that's really hard to identify if this thing is coming from a negative place. With Tech Trends, I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The Biden administration is moving on from the leader of the Border Patrol. In a statement, Rodney Scott said he received a letter offering him three options to resign, retire, or relocate. The 29-year veteran explained he hasn't decided if he will leave or accept reassignment, but will stay in his current role for another 60 days or so. So who will pay for the new roads, bridges, and broadband that president has proposed? Well, that's been a major roadblock in getting the infrastructure deal done. The White House continues to reject a Republican plan to pay for some of the new rebuilding with gas taxes that hit all Americans. The president has offered a range of ways to pay for these proposals. And we've also taken, we had so many options of how to pay for these proposals. We've even taken some of our own proposals off the table. Spokesperson Jen Psaki saying the president wants the wealthy and corporations to pay a little more, not middle-class Americans. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. A guilty plea by a member of an extremist group allegedly involved in the January 6th attack on the Capitol is being described as a major step forward in the investigation. Graydon Young pleaded guilty to conspiracy and obstruction of an official proceeding. Prosecutors say the 55-year-old Florida man joined 15 other members and associates of the extremist group, the Oath Keepers, to storm the Capitol. It's the first guilty plea in a sweeping conspiracy case against members of the group. At CBS's Steve Dorsey in Washington, members of another far-right group, the Proud Boys, face similar charges. Via bus drivers are asking the transit company for a pay raise related to service during the pandemic. More than 500 V employees have tested positive for the virus and five have died. At the VIA board meeting Tuesday, operators asked for a 5% wage increase, or about $1.20 more per hour. A union president, Juan Amaya, says he's met with administrators more than a dozen times since April to negotiate a new agreement, but so far, no pay raise has resulted. 
A new study finds links, or finds a link, between stress and Alzheimer's. Chronic psychosocial stress, an extended period of feeling our social status, social esteem, or self-worth is under threat, feeling we have no control over our situation. It triggers a specific chemical response, and now new research suggests that response may contribute to the development of Alzheimer's disease. It is one more clue to all the intricate mechanisms involved in the development of dementia. Vicki Barker, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. Corvettes are fun, but they're even more fun when you take the top down. This is Jeff Gilbert with a Car Chronicles test drive. This hard top comes down in 16 seconds, but that's not usually the statistics you're looking for in a Corvette. This 495 horsepower engine can power this vehicle from 0 to 60 in around 3 seconds. The vehicle that Chevy let me try out seemed to move a bit faster with the top down, and you definitely feel one with the road. Handling and performance just as great as with a Corvette Coupe, it is a bit noisier inside even with the top up. With summer here, the open air makes the Corvette experience all the better, giving this vehicle a full five stars. With a Car Chronicles test drive, I'm Jeff Gilbert, CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the vice president in her duties as the border czar has plans tomorrow that involve Texas and, well, the border. Those very big ticket items are becoming even more expensive everywhere. Britney Spears appears in court saying she needs her freedom. Some sticky moments in baseball's war against sticky stuff. I'm Steve Kathan. This is Texas News Radio from San Antonio's News Talk Station, 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. The vice president will finally be making a trip to the border. After mounting pressure from Republicans, Vice President Kamala Harris will head to the U.S.-Mexico border Friday, June 25th. According to a source, this will be Harris's first trip as vice president to the border, and she'll be joined by Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. In March, President Biden tasked her with leading the administration's diplomatic efforts to stem migration from some Central American nations. The vice president made her first trip abroad earlier this month, visiting Guatemala and Mexico. Tim Perry, CBS News, Washington. The Texas Attorney General is being asked to crack down on the website Pornhub, which has been linked to rape and human trafficking. State Representative Matt Krause says the abuse of women is being normalized when it's uploaded without the victim's consent. Having this site that's allowing all these images, it kind of normalizes it or uh, desensitizes folks. The Republican says Pornhub is also fanning the flames of sex trafficking by posting videos showing prostitution. Earlier this month, dozens of women sued the site, alleging that the owners profit from videos depicting rape, child abuse, and human trafficking. Some sticky moments in baseball's crackdown on pitchers and sticky stuff. In Philadelphia, there was Mad Max. Are going to check Max here in the middle of an inning? National star Max Scherzer lost it a little when he was checked mid-inning for any sticky substances. Phillies manager Joe Girardi asked the umpires to take a look. Max drops his hat. Carlos Torres is going to get mad at him? I got nothing, he appeared to say to the umpire. Most of these new checks happen between innings. In Arlington, Texas, it did for Oakland A's pitcher Sergio Romo. He's immediately thrown off the belt, the glove, the hat, everything. And he dropped his pants a bit, too, but not all the way down. Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you're looking 
To buy a home or in the market for a used car, be prepared for some sticker shock. The housing market is on overdrive. The median price for a home in the U.S. is now for the first time more than $350,000, up more than 23% in the past year. And it's not just in big cities. In Boise, Idaho, prices have risen 36%. It's so crazy, some are listing their homes at ridiculous prices just in case someone is willing to pay, and often someone is. Crazy pricing has also hit the used car market. Some popular models cost more as a used vehicle than they did when they were new. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Pop superstar Britney Spears told a Los Angeles judge that she wants to regain control of her life and asked that her father be removed from a conservatorship that's been in charge of her finances and day-to-day life for the past 13 years. What do we want? Free Britney! With supporters outside, Britney Spears spoke to a court for the first time publicly about her conservatorship, making bombshell statements about the rare arrangement under which her father, Jamie Spears, legally controls much of her life. Conservatorship has got to go! Hey, hey! The singer told the court she wants her life back, wants to end the conservatorship, and that she didn't know she could petition the conservatorship to end. Spears compared the situation to sex trafficking and said she's not here to be anyone's slave. Lilia Luciano, CBS News, Los Angeles. This is Texas News Radio. ABC Entertainment News. Why did it have to be snakes? It wasn't snakes that hurt Harrison Ford. It was a fight scene. Disney says in a statement that the 78-year-old actor was injured while rehearsing for a fight scene for the upcoming Indiana Jones movie. He hurt his shoulder. No specific details about the injury or how it happened, and we're told they'll tweak the filming schedule as needed in the coming weeks. Indiana Jones 5 started shooting in the UK earlier this month. It's due out next summer. But we always come back together. More evidence that people will be coming back to the movie theater to see F9, the latest Fast and Furious movie. Fandango says pre-sale tickets for F9 are outpacing A Quiet Place 2, which had the biggest opening weekend of the pandemic so far. F9 hits theaters this weekend. We're going to learn more about what's the deal with Pop-Tarts. Jerry Seinfeld will direct and star in an upcoming film for Netflix about the breakfast pastry. I won't give up. And singer Jason Mraz with a birthday Wednesday. He's 44. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. The CDC's Vaccine Advisory Board held an emergency meeting yesterday to discuss higher-than-expected rates of heart inflammation in some young adults recently vaccinated. There have been 323 confirmed cases of myocarditis in people 29 years and younger who were recently vaccinated with an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. The vast majority of cases were temporary and resolved with monitoring or treatment. Out of the 323 cases, nine remain hospitalized and two are in an ICU. The CDC says it hasn't confirmed a link between the vaccines and heart inflammation, but it acknowledges that the number of cases is higher than expected. Mark Remillard, ABC News. The Supreme Court ruled yesterday that a California rule mandating union meeting places for farmers amounted to a government-authorized invasion of property. The court knocked down that rule. Mike Fauner is a second-generation strawberry farmer here in California who took on the state's union rules. The Supreme Court knocking down a California regulation that's been in place for 40 years going back to the Cesar Chavez movement. The rule mandating labor unions have access to farm property to meet with workers when they're off the clock. Fauner says providing union access 24 hours a day was never conducive to business. you got to stand up for what's right. 
and what makes, you know, for common sense. And this that's what this is a victory for. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. One of the nation's biggest meat processors is being accused of lying to consumers. A new lawsuit accuses Virginia-based Smithfield Foods of misleading consumers about the meat supply. An advocacy group called Food and Water Watch filed the suit claiming the company lied about the meat supply to get people to rush into the store pushing up sales and increasing Smithfield's profits. At CBS's Jim Corsula, there are growing antitrust concerns since just a handful of large companies control the nation's meat industry. A popular YouTuber now has the go-ahead from San Antonio City officials to die for valuables in the San Antonio River after police put a stop to it last year. Brandon Jordan's YouTube channel has about 3 million subscribers who watch him dive into rivers to find lost valuables, which he returns to their owners when he can. While he's at it, he also cleans up trash. Last October, police stopped Jordan and told him he needed permission to dive in the river, which otherwise is a misdemeanor. He got the permission he needed and is now posting the videos. An emotional school board meeting in Coronado, California has ended with the firing of a high school basketball coach after players and fans were accused of racist gestures against a rival team. Coronado High School holding an emergency meeting where trustees voted unanimously to release the team's head basketball coach after what many are calling a racist incident during a basketball game last weekend. Moments after the game ended Saturday, fans and players from Coronado High School were seen throwing tortillas at team members from Orange Glen High School, which is predominantly Latino. So far, no students have been disciplined in the incident. Megan Tavrizian, ABC News, San Diego. This is Texas News Radio.